You're listening to ZZ Talk, a father-son generational podcast where we talk about entertainment, culture, and a variety of other subjects through the perspective of Gen X and Gen Z. I'm Noah. I'm Greg. And, and this, this is ZZ Talk. Talk. Walker. I am extraordinarily busy, sir. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Today, we are talking about Wonka, the 2023 Willy Wonka Cinematic Universe <laughs> installment, um, or should I say reboot? Prequel, perhaps? Prequel. Is this the WEU? I, I have no idea what this the is WCU. for. The, the WCU. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And as oh, you- Luke, you're back. I, yeah. I'm back. Welcome. Thank you. As you might have heard, that's Luke. Noah, that's Greg, I'm Luke. <laughs> and this is ZZ, ZZ Talk. Talk. ZZ Talk. All right, anyway. So, uh, with that messy intro out of the way, um, we are talking about Wonka, and I'm just going to give you the background details here because we have three opinions to share and lots of information to go over. So, Wonka was directed by Paul King. He also directed Paddington, I believe, one and two. I saw Paddington two with my mom, and it was one of the greatest sort of uh, fantasy family movies i've ever seen fantastic film uh wonka came out on october 24th 2023 at the show east which is an american trade organization however it widely released on december 15th 2023 in the united states and december 8th 2023 in the united kingdom it does run at a relatively lean 116 minutes for a movie of this budget and uh i would say stature or pedigree and uh it was made on a 125 million dollar budget and so far it has returned 177.2 million dollars from all the people watching here because you cannot stream this is that right not yet yeah um so wonka itself um has actually been uh receiving favorable reviews as an 83 percent on rotten tomatoes out of 279 critics reviews and uh the cinema score audience ratings uh polls most of the audiences are giving this an average grade of an A minus on an A plus to F scale. So uh, it has definitely been well received at the box office and well received by audiences so far. And that's probably because of uh, some of its cast. We have Timothy Chalamet, who is in literally everything these days. Uh, Call Elaine, Keegan-Michael Key of Key and Peele. Um, awesome comedian there. We have Patterson Joseph, Matt Lucas, Matthew Bainton. Sally Hawkins, Rowan Atkinson, as you know him as Mr. Bean, Jim Carter, Olivia Coleman, and the great Olivia Coleman, and Hugh Grant. So, with that in mind, we have the background information. What in the world is our synopsis here? Armed with nothing but a hatful of dreams, young chocolatier Willy Wonka manages to change the world one delectable bite at a time. I should also mention that this is a musical as well. So, um, in terms of genre is a musical wow <laughs> well uh we're paying you the big bucks for being a podcaster anyway so i am curious uh from all of you around the table going into wonka what were your expectations because we all saw this together yesterday yeah, yes let's, let's start with the uh the seasoned vet here okay we are recording this on christmas eve eve by the way so we saw it on december 22nd um okay so first of all i have to say if I saw the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, I do not remember it. 
Uh, I have not seen any of the other films between the original and this. I think there's actually a couple. I think there they, was a sequel book at the very uh, least. I, I think there was. And I don't know that I saw any of them. I definitely did not see the Johnny Depp entry into this. That's a Tim Burton one. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, so for me, this was sort of like, okay, I know Willy Wonka is a chocolate guy. Um, I'm not sure if he's genuine or creepy or mean or sincere. Uh, and I know there are little, what I thought were blue people, not orange people, Oompa Loompas. And, uh, I didn't exactly know what the deal was with them, but I knew they had a catchy song. Honestly, that's how I entered this film. I have very little knowledge of the Willy Wonka cinematic universe. There you go. Yeah. And Luke, how about yourself going into this film? What were your expectations? Were they high, low? Did you have any, what were your thoughts going in? Yeah, I didn't really necessarily have high expectations, but my expectations also weren't low. I knew that the director had uh, the pedigree of both the Paddington films under his. Have you seen the Paddington films? I have. I have not. I've not seen them. I've heard they're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I feel like delightful is the word for them. Um, For sure. I like to be delighted. Well, I got two movies for you. Okay. Stay tuned. Which ones? Um, We'll talk about it in the checkout okay. section. Thank yeah. You. Um, anyway, um, my expectations were not high, but I am a Timothy Chalamet fan personally. Um, not necessarily that I just like think he's great as an actor. I think he just picks really good projects and everything that he's in is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so that being said, I was generally optimistic. I have no love or fanfare for Willy Wonka as a story or as a character. So um there was there was there was no risk of the Willy Wonka bubble being burst in my head. Luke, why do you hate Willy Wonka so much? I'm not allowed to say that on air. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, with that in mind, um, Noah, what about you? Thank you for your candid answer. Uh, but yeah, going in, I actually wasn't planning on seeing this movie. Mm-hmm. I figured I'd get around to it mm-hmm. uh, eventually. But Grace didn't have strong feelings of seeing this movie, so we probably weren't going to go watch it in a theater. However, it's impossible not to see at least three movies when we all get together. And uh, it just well, so happened. responsibility to our audience. And it just so happened that I was getting in just before we were slated to see this film in the first place. So I was able to uh, hop in, thanks to Luke's uh, Regal Movie Unlimited pass mm-hmm. type yep. deal. Um, and... Yeah, I didn't really know what the plot of this film was about. I knew one or two cast members. I'm still not sure I know what the plot of this film is. Yeah, and I think I knew it was a musical going in, but I forgot about that. Uh Um, Additionally, I liked the director, and I am ambivalent on Timothy Chalamet. But with that in mind, I like the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is actually quite a good quirky film. Is that the one with Johnny Depp? Uh Yes. And Christopher Lee, who we know as Count Dooku. Mm. Who we may be discussing in a future episode. Uh, Yes, very much so. Stay tuned for that. Anyway, that was my thoughts going in. Let's just go ahead and get to our opinions on the movie. What did we all think? And uh, who would like to go first? We'll start with our guest. Let's start with the old guy that should have grown up with Willy Wonka. I suppose that's true. You have the most tenured, uh, you have the most tenured Wonka knowledge. Okay, and well, I, apparently I don't, since I didn't know anything about the well, Wonka cinematic universe. I'm just going to say a few things first of all. Before we uh, went to see this, your mom asked me, "Do you want to see Wonka?" And I said, "Yes." And she said, "Really?" And I said, "Yes." And she said, "I can't 
figure out what movies you want to see and what movies you don't want to see. And I said, I know, I just kind of want to see this. Um, then uh, somewhere around that time, I also know that Timmy, Timothy Chalamet, Timmy, 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 <laughs> we're, we're tight. <laughs> Chalamet, yeah, Chalamet. Chalamet. He uh, posted Saturday Night Live and I saw his cold open. Yeah. Not impressed. He was singing and it didn't sound as good as it does in the movie. So anyway, um, so I was a little uh, apprehensive, but I thought, why not? You know, it's going to be light. We all know I like light fare. Right. Um, and I am going to say that um, I have was very tired when I went into this movie yesterday. I was very tired. Um, I don't think you fell asleep, though. I, I hear did you snoring. not fall. I don't snore and I did not fall asleep. So I watch a lot of movies with you and i know exactly what you do so it takes one to know one so sometimes anyway i'm just gonna say for me any movie with olivia coleman is okay i mean it's okay with me not just okay but but good she's amazing thank you for clarifying yeah um there is no doubt in my mind that hugh grant was the highlight of this film mm -hmm. But I have to tell you that I thought Timothy Chalamet was absolutely fantastic as Willy Wonka. Absolutely fantastic as Willy Wonka. Um, and, and there are some people who have said they were fearful that he would just sort of kind of try to replicate the Gene Wilder, you know, Willy Wonka. I, I don't really have that basis of yeah, comparison. It's because completely I can't, different though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this movie, I, I really enjoyed this movie. Did I love this movie? I'm not sure I loved it, but I liked it very much. It was very entertaining. It was very wholesome. There's not one bad word in it. Uh, the there music. was. Was there? Yep. Oh. Oh, you ruined it for me. Were you just talking about the flamingos? Okay. Or was it the, the birds? I can't remember. I don't remember. Okay. Words. Anyway, we all of that said, um, I thought the music, there were times I was thinking, I was likening it to uh, The Greatest Showman, which I love, because it's just a, a delightful story filled with music uh but the music here is nowhere near as good as it is in okay. the uh uh greatest showman but overall i i quite enjoyed this movie it was um it, it's the kind of movie that i would enjoy watching again because it's light it's breezy it's harmless and it's extraordinarily well done and i have to tell you now i know why people really like timothy chalamet mm -hmm. he's really really good in this but have you seen a Timothy Chalamet movie that you haven't really enjoyed? You loved Dune. And I loved Dune. I'm sure you've seen. One. Yeah, and I'm sure you've seen quite a few others. With him. Yeah, I, mean, seen I don't of... think he has a lot of charisma. I have to say, I have... just don't think he has any charisma. Have you seen any of his dating. more dramatic yeah. roles? Have you uh, seen any of his more dramatic stuff? Uh, I think I have, but I don't know okay. exactly which ones. Yeah. I've seen him in several movies. I just don't think he has any charisma, but I thought he was fantastic in this. Absolutely fantastic in this. Gotcha. All right. Um, so it sounds like you liked it. Luke, would you like me to go? Or would you like to share your opinion? Luke needs to go. He's our guest. It would All be right. rude if he didn't go next. All right. I'll go next. Um, Thank you for volunteering. You should Thank go. You. I appreciate it. Yeah. go next. Um, yeah, I share a lot of the same sentiments. Um, I was very... Okay. Let me say this. I was not into the first 30 minutes. Um, I think there's a part where they go to a zoo, and I was really not into it. But when they leave the zoo... That's when I got into it. So I enjoyed about 75% of it quite a bit. The first bit of it was not really doing anything for me, um, but obviously it was a lot of setup. I think that really ended up paying off pretty well. Um, but yeah, I, I there was a point in the movie at the start of the third act where I was thinking to myself, I like how much 
of a light movie this is. Mm-hmm. I like that everything's all in good fun mm-hmm. in that movie, um, which I really appreciate. It's very harmless. It, yeah, it's extremely harmless. It's all in good fun. Um, I I did not like the music personally. Mm-hmm. Um, as somebody who enjoys musicals, I don't think I just Same. don't think the the music itself is very strong. Um, I don't think the writing is necessarily it's very medium good. to. Mm slightly good i don't necessarily think it enhances the story either um and there's a lot of them a lot of songs every time they started singing i was more like yeah you know i wasn't really terribly interested one or two songs were pretty good one or two but yeah there's no greatest showman songs here no there's not but um i enjoyed it generally speaking um i also thought timothy chalamet was good in it and i think for what he was trying to do he was good in it i don't think it was some phenomenal performance necessarily um in the same way but I think for what he was trying to do in the movie, I think it was good. Um, but yeah, I, I think those are just my general sentiments around it. We'll let Noah share before we dig in a little more. Go Z. Go Z. Uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I would say that it won me over eventually. Much like Luke, I found the first 30 to 45 minutes to be kind of like, all right, I was struggling to get into it. Weak songs, kind of like, what are we doing here? I know we're setting things up, but it's not particularly that interesting. And I just, I don't know. It became so much better once the phone turned off. Um, It became so much better, I think, when you were able to settle into sort of the frame of the movie. I kept kind of forgetting that it was a musical and then they launch into another song. I'm like, oh, yeah, the music, it was weak. Uh, all of it. Um, there was and Luke and I like musicals more than you do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought all of, all of the music uh, was really unmemorable. Uh, and honestly, I think this movie, unlike The Greatest Showman, which kind of had to be a musical, I don't think no. they could have eliminated all the music. I completely this. agree with you. And it this did is, not need to be a musical. And uh, yeah, so for that reason, I thought it had enough magic and whimsy and, you know, fun special effects and a really good sort of air of charm that these types of movies bring. Mm-hmm. I think it did that very well. It looked its budget and I think it utilized it um, pretty decently. I actually really liked a lot of the supporting cast, even if some of them were just kind of there barely. But um, I liked the little girl. Um, I think she did a good job opposite Timothy Chalamet. And I actually really like Hugh Grant in this movie. Hugh Grant is hilarious in this movie. I, I, honestly, he yeah. was whenever he popped up, he was a delight. Oh, and, absolutely. And I'm somebody who personally does not like Oompa Loompas. I think, I don't know. First of all, they're kind of freaky to me. I didn't even um, understand what one was until yesterday. Yeah. They, they've always been sort of like freaky and weird to me. And I found him very enjoyable in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with that said, um, my biggest thing is... You know, I think Timothy Chalamet is actually, in order to get to this level, you do have to have a level of talent, of course. But, you know, Wonka, there's Johnny Depp. He's so naturally weird. And he can be so naturally dramatic. And he can be so naturally action-oriented. I think Timothy Chalamet is more of a drama actor. And in some places, his, you know, outbursts of emotion seemed a little bit forced, a little odd to me. And I don't think that was the writing. So it honestly felt a little bit strange coming from him. And some of the scenes that I was watching him do, I was just thinking to myself, okay, I know Timothy Chalamet is talented, but for some reason he put a lot into this role and you can tell he worked hard on it, but I still just don't feel like it came off completely right for him because there was a lot of instances where I was just thinking to myself, I don't know this doesn't seem like 
his sort of vehicle that fits him well. And I think he works better in like more dramatic roles. However, with that said, as a final note, um, I also think that nearly, if not all of the singing in this movie, like the voice, I don't know how much they touched up his voice, but I don't think he's, I don't think he was a singer before he was an actor. Right. And that's my point. Personally, on Saturday Night Live, he's, he was not good at all. I think they could have dressed it up way more in this. And I don't think they hid the fact that he was a very amateur singer. Well, and I kind of like that though. I have to be just about to say, that's one of my favorite things about La La Land actually, is that Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling, obviously not necessarily singers. They're not first and foremost, they're not singers. Uh, But I, sometimes I do sort of like the the naturally maybe somebody who's not a super powerful voice, right? right? Um, I kind of do like that because at the end of the day, it makes part of the immersion more, of it is it makes it more realistic. It does. Part of the immersion of it is not somebody having like an opera house voice, right? You know, and again, it's Willy Wonka. And we're talking about like flying chocolates and stuff like that. Like I know, traps. yeah, I know this is not necessarily the most realistic thing, but. To an extent, I do appreciate when not everybody has just like an opera house voice, you know, and or like I a commanding. Totally get what you're saying there. But the difference between Timothy Chalamet and Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone between those two movies is. Even if you're not a good singer, good songs, good songwriting can make it so much better. I and I feel like he just doesn't have the voice, but the song, like the material wasn't there. And Hugh Jackman had both catchy songs and excellent voice because he's a triple threat. I was about to say, yeah. But it's just, I think that there's three different tiers of movies. Wonka had neither good voices nor good songs. Um, and La La Land had, you know, average voices, but great songs. And then uh, The Greatest Showman had both. Based so, on what I've heard, Timothy Chalamet has a much better singing voice than Ryan Gosling. And you know what? At the end of the day, I mean, I, I got to hand it to him. He's easily the biggest young male actor oh, on the planet 100%. right now. And there's a reason for that. He's a box office draw and he does have talent. But for some reason, I feel like I just need to see more movies with him because I haven't. I, I, I don't know if I'm if I've seen that for myself, even if, though I can acknowledge that so far. But yeah. Wonka wasn't a bad role for him. And it will it definitely expands his palette here. He's been in a children's fantasy movie. He's been an adult. Uh, he's been sci-fi movies. He's been in a bunch of dramas, mm-hmm. um, romances. So, you know, he definitely has range. But for some reason, I just feel like some of the stuff that he was doing <laughs> seemed really forced. And I was just kind of like, oh, I don't know. That's so interesting. I did not think that at all. I just thought he was really really good in this but you know, well, that's good to hear that's why we have multiple voices i was about to say how about how about us all have different differing perspectives let's like go it. ahead about it i like it let's go ahead and get into spoilers would you like to give the spoiler warning sure um this is going to be interesting too because um there's not a lot of plot to this film but if you uh want to watch it before you hear us talk about what little plot there is um stop here Watch the movie, but be sure to come back to ZZ Talk because we want to share our opinions with you. And uh, this is spoiler territory. You have been warned. Okay. Um, One thing I do want to credit this movie for is that I did find myself chuckling quite a bit in it. You, and you did. You laughed out loud more than much more than I expected you to. And the humor came pretty quickly and pretty rapidly. But I have to say, I, you know, eventually I think it was more I was chuckling because I started enjoying the movie more. Mm-hmm. But there were some legitimately funny moments in this. Yeah, too. it's very entertaining. It's very entertaining. A lot of it was clever. Um, 
Luke, what were your thoughts kind of just like on the humor side of it and just how the movie progressed pacing? What'd you think? What'd you think in that sort of department? Yeah. Sort of going back to how we were, we both sort of agreed the first 30, 45 minutes um, sort of had to build up a lot of what was going to transpire in that last act. Um, But I think the movie really hit its stride. I think, well, those of you who have seen it, um, which hopefully at this point you have, or you just don't care. One of the two, um, there's a proposal in the movie. And I think that's where the movie really picks up when that proposal happens between that couple on the street. And that's, oh, like, yes. that's the beginning of his like, gorilla start, selling of the chocolate. Along there. That's when the movie really picks up and actually gets quite good. Um, and I think it all sort of leads to that moment because they have to do all the setup. They have to set up everything that's going to pay off at the end with him not being able to read. They have to set that up early with the creation of the chocolates. They have to set that up early. Uh, the relationships with the people who are essentially indentured servants. Yeah. Um, they have to do all of that work um, early on, which is not terribly interesting. Mm. But um, I thought the pacing was good after once it really hits its stride. It's really entertaining for like an hour and 15 minutes um so yeah it's strange because and this is kind of the point as well we know that this is willy wonka before he's made his fortune and before he's really gotten started with everything but i feel like they were just kind of like holding back him really being that chocolatier or something for at least the first 15 to 20 minutes or so and then it's just like okay he makes his presentation but i also they really the whole point was to set him up as just a guy until he made his name. But for some reason, you know, I was just like, I'm really not down with this until he started selling chocolate on the street, because I'm like, we've Mm -hmm. just seen one tiny, like little instance, maybe a little backstory here. Um, And I don't know. I kind of wanted to kind of wanted to get to the chocolate a little bit. So what you're saying is you don't want to see the prequel, the birth of Willy Wonka up to the beginning of this film. Uh, No, I think, uh, I think I wouldn't see a prequel. However, this movie absolutely sets up, sets up for a sequel. No doubt. Well, and that would be called Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, probably. Well, you see... The um, remake. Because yes. what goes around comes around. Yes. When you really think about it, the movie's not much of a prequel. Because... No, it, this mo- needs a prequel. Yes, that's what I was going to say. The, the movie starts after he has gone on his journey. Yeah. He, he, like, arrives to where he is going to be. Right. Um, so there's like a whole other whatever. Not that I'm terribly interested in seeing that quite honestly. No. But um yeah, this this in and of itself is the prequel to the chocolate empire, I suppose. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So well, there's no grandpa Joe in this as well. So no character to really truly hate, I suppose, the side of the uh chocolate mafia that they had going on. Oh uh, yeah, the chocolate cartel. They were uh they were they were they were fine. I got it. I got kid. They were quirky villains. That's they what were. they were. They were, and that's exactly what the movie needs: is a is are quirky villains led by one, and then the other two are kind of stooges. Look, you know, this is the kind of movie that it's nice to go see as a family around the holidays. It's it's completely innocuous. It's delightfully uh, winning, mm. and uh, I'm very I'm glad we saw it. I'm glad we saw it. One of the things I do appreciate most about the movie mm. is that. Obviously, the way it wields chocolate is, of course, everybody loves chocolate and it can be such a fun thing. But obviously, chocolate is really bad for you in large doses. And I like how it's just kind of like, you know, you can be a great businessman with chocolate. You can be an evil businessman with chocolate. 
death by chocolate or uh it's you know bribing people with chocolate it was really funny to see the head of police key uh keep getting Michael better key, and better keep getting just huger i mean that was so much that was so funny and i did kind of like how chocolate was kind of a, a currency almost in it uh-huh. because he bribed the uh clergy he bribed the um he bribed the police as well and i do have to admit that chorus of 500 chocolatiers it was really funny when they oh, all the when they all responded to him in yeah. uh, unison. That was really good. Yeah, and then um, lines. obviously Hugh Grant's um, uh, Hugh Grant's Oompa Loompa. Honestly, they built up a justification as to why he couldn't leave Willy Wonka alone as well. I thought there was like a lot of really fun, clever, small details in there as well. So I'm just gonna say this as a member of Gen Gen X. Um, Mm-hmm. Hugh Grant has been around for a very long time. Yes. And he has had some very public ups and downs. So he has reached a point in his career where he is just, quite frankly, a, a pleasure to see on screen. And you just get this idea, this this persona of, I don't care, I'm just going to do this, or I'm just going to do that. And when he does this or that, he does it really earnestly and really well. I thought he was self-deprecating. I thought he it was really funny. When he came back, when he was on the ship, yeah. I was like, good, here we go. I mean, that was just really funny. Very entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot more to say about the plot because, again, uh, the plot is, is pretty loosey-goosey. But at the end of the day, um, this was a perfectly enjoyable way to spend almost two hours it was certainly better than any of those trailers that we saw yeah um yeah personally the trailer definitely didn't pique my interest enough in order to you know want to go see the movie but i at the end of the day i think i'm glad i did it was probably the last movie worth seeing so i listened to another podcast uh there's really only two movie podcasts out there this one and then one other it's called mad about movies and the guys were saying that the trailer for this was the absolute worst trailer they had ever seen because it felt like timothy chalamet was just trying to replicate everything gene wilder did only in a very bad way Mm -hmm. i know exactly what they're talking about I, i don't think i ever saw the trailer but i uh, then having listened to their review of this, they felt like uh, the trailer was by far very misleading. They loved this movie mm-hmm. uh, and they felt the trailer was misleading. I have to I go back and watch the trailer. felt that it was an it. extremely weird choice for them to not market it whatsoever as a musical. Um, yeah, they're doing that more and more because I think people have... You know, po- musicals are polarizing. If musicals are so polarizing and they think they're going to have a problem selling it, just don't make it a musical. Well, I didn't think about that. that, that in this case, could, it it, could this movie... Could have been just as good, maybe maybe even a little better, you know, quite honestly. I didn't think about that, but you're totally right. And that's why I think I knew it was a musical, but I did forget before I went to the movie that mm-hmm. it was because it wasn't marketed that way. Well, I said three times in the car on the way to, to the, the theater yesterday, it's a musical so that your mom knew it was a musical. Yeah. Yeah. And she liked it more than all of us. I can go ahead and tell you that. Yes. She's nodding her head over there. Yeah. In her slumber. All right. So with that in mind, let's go ahead and give final verdicts and get into our check it out section. So you went first with your opinion. You give the first rating. All right. I'm going to give Wonka. I'm going to pull a Luke here. Three Don't and, say three and a quarter. Three and three quarter. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say three and a half C's. Okay. Okay. What you got? What you got, Luke? Um, 
I would go with my my little uh, you know exception to the typical ranking system, but I think I'm going to be generous and make sure I stay with the rest of the podcast here. So I'll go I'll go three and a half mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'm going to give Wonka threesies. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot that I liked about it, um, but for sure, if if I can't really if there's a pretty big chunk of the movie that I can't enjoy for the first bit of it, I can commend it for getting much better and winning me over later on, but that doesn't make for something I really want to rewatch necessarily. Um, it was a, it had a lot of charm. I don't think it's insanely memorable, but at the end of the day, I think if you're, you know, if you're a family and you want to go see this, uh, everybody can enjoy it to some extent because it does have a lot of whimsical energy and a lot of that, magic that's kind of missing from some of the movies that we are looking uh, at today because i feel like you know all you see is you know violent movies or destruct like you know with lots of destruction i feel like you know we don't have as many of those family friendly features that aren't just like the disney animated and this is very family friendly and i like a family friendly and it was great seeing a bunch of people in theater yesterday it was wasn't it yeah it was mostly full um on a friday afternoon Mm -hmm. And I mean, to be fair, that's sort of how like Christmas holiday season is, Yeah, mm-hmm. is the theaters are typically relatively full yeah. every day of the week for the next couple of weeks. But I think there was, it certainly shows that there's an appetite because we went at 2.45 PM. Yes. And, um, yeah. and I, I like to see that. And this was a good time of year to release this film. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, great time yeah. of year to release yeah. it. Yeah. I think overall it was a mixed bag, but it had more good than, more good than inconsistencies. Mm-hmm. For the most part, it's interesting. I would have, I actually expected the two of you to like it more than I did. But as I say, I was really tired when this film started. So yeah. I took it, it took me a while to get into it. And I thought perhaps it was because I was just so tired. Maybe it was a combination of one, I was tired, and two, it does take about 30 minutes to get going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the music's not engaging. So no. that's not going to hook you in the start. Yeah. It sounds like we all agree on it. But, um, you yeah. know, but I'd recommend it. Charming Certainly. for sure. Yeah excellent no charming yes entertaining delightful feel good pleasant it's worth seeing yeah for sure agreed um we're right. seeing in the theater as well yeah yeah i'd say it's probably a much better experience in the theater really? i agree yeah. yeah i don't know i don't I think i'd that. be super i think if look I at our to, still theater people though i think yeah. if i sat at home and i was watching this first 30 minutes yeah, I'm yeah. not sure i would be able to stick through it yeah this might have been fun in the dolby atmos theaters you know with the enhanced sound and i guess a uh, bigger screen that might have been a good way to yeah, it'd be cool. one of these movies. i really think you should see this in imax i'm pretty sure it's not available that. in imax okay regardless though um those are our opinions we're gonna go ahead and move right into checking that oh for three and a half z's and one for three z's yes okay. oh okay yeah you dropped it down yeah, three and a half. yeah okay okay all right so my check it out for today i mentioned that wonka was the last good film to see uh this year and it's kind of yes, kind of no, just depending on the release date of how you see it. But um, recently I went to go see Godzilla minus one uh, with Aaron and Christian, and we all really liked it. Uh, it's a Japanese made film, so its subtitles are in English, but it is spoken in uh, Japanese. However, that does not detract from this being easily the best Godzilla movie out of all of them. Um, <laughs> it costs $15 million or just under, um, and it feels 
every bit of that and more. There's plenty of Godzilla in it, but it definitely does focus on more of like the human aspect of it. So not only is it exciting, but it does have heart in a way that other God, uh, Godzilla films haven't explored. And we saw a trailer for Godzilla and Kong, which I'll probably end up seeing. But those movies cost $200 million and they look ridiculous. You know, I think so much of godzilla really? minus a, a movie about godzilla and king kong look it looks ridiculous well i'm just saying you can have you can use cgi to a certain effect mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. since these movies have so much money to put on screen mm-hmm. like yeah you get to see more of the monsters but do you get as much i guess they're not as effective out of the film yeah so with that said um it's it's it, Godzilla minus one is worth seeing if you can stomach reading subtitles um, and not hearing anything Definitely. in English. But um, even if you're not really a fan of that, I think it's just a good movie to see. Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah. I'm not saying it's the best movie ever, but it's the best Godzilla film for sure. And will likely surprise you if you've seen any of the more recent offerings from that general franchise. Yeah. So Godzilla minus one. Check it out. It's not my check it out, but I will also endorse that movie. That movie is sweet. You should watch it. What is your check it out, Lou? My check it out, it's actually a little bit backhanded this week. So if you're looking to waste two hours of your life, watch a super meandering movie that tried to bait its way into some award nominations. Uh, Go watch Dream Scenario because you will not have a good time. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that works. That's your check it out? That's my check it out. That's a don't check it out. It's my backhand to no, check it out. He recommends check out checking it out if you, if you hate yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my check it out. I think I've already used this, but uh, because the, the season concluded, I'm just going to say the Gilded Age on Max is, uh, you know, basically the American version of Downton Abbey. Uh, it's by Jul- uh, Julian Fellows, who did Downton Abbey. Uh, and the season just concluded season two. I got to tell you. Every time I watch the show, I say to your mom, can you imagine how much it costs to make each one of these episodes between the sets and the costumes and the cast? It, it's let's look right now. It's got to be unbelievable. It's anyway, probably the most popular show on really, that network, though. It's really a show that is, uh, you know, it's about the turn of the century and the Brooklyn Bridge just opened. And then there's the the whole, uh, you know, there's lots of school segregation and just pictures the the metropolitan uh, museum the the opera house opening it, it's really that time period and i don't know exactly you know if in fact all of those things occurred around the same time because it's very fictionalized but it is really well done it's very entertaining and i highly recommend that you check out the gilded age if you had to guess how much each episode is budgeted for, well over a million i can tell you that six million dollars uh-huh do you hear that Wow, six million dollars an episode. I am not surprised. Wait, we're the talking costumes about alone. Abbey? No, we're talking about the Gilded Age. The Gilded Age. Uh, the, the costumes alone must be at least half of that six million. It's unbelievable, but well, it is so good. That is well in line with the title, then. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's good. Well, um, that's cool. Uh, and what network is it on? Or it's on Max? Max. Mm-hmm. Okay, is it HBO funded? I don't know the answer to that. I just know that HBO and Max broke up. Yes. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Um. Anyway, but <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because HBO, which is now Max, also of course had Game of Thrones on it, which was one of the most expensive TV shows per episode as well. Um. And was that on HBO Max? Uh, that was, was on HBO. It was on. I guess I don't know. Uh, potato, potato, right? Sure. Yeah. 
Um, with that said, uh, thank you for listening to another episode. We definitely were a little bit scatterbrained. Uh, like, like we're eavesdropping on the Zeiser boys the conversation. Year, but perhaps we've just had too much chocolate and we're getting a sugar high. Or too much food in general. Yeah. Well, I'd say it's doing the opposite to you because uh, we've got one more podcast. We do. Then you're going right to bed. We do. All right, cool. Um, but yes, thank you for listening to another episode. Hopefully you enjoyed our review of Wonka and Luke joining us for another week. Uh, Luke, so good to have you with us. Thank you. <laughs> but until next time, I'm Noah. I'm Greg. And I'm Luke. And this is ZZ Talk. Talk.